Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victor of Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are watching Star Trek Beyond, the 2016 sci-fi movie and today i brought along a special guest from the boyfriend material podcast hello gabby hi <laughs> hello gabby how are you doing today i i am good i today i woke up like freaking out for no reason and i don't i think it's because the queen died and i'm like my grandma's gonna die because the queen died so that's how it's oh we're so gonna get into that during the movie <laughs> like, it, I, it was i don't know i i don't i know it makes absolutely no sense but like i i equate the grandma with my my grandma my the grandma my grandma with the queen mm-hmm. so i'm like oh shit i love her <laughs> right so today's movie is star trek beyond and you picked this movie because you've never been into star trek no, I picked this movie because I, I'm always gonna watch it, and then I don't. It's like I, I don't like I. I guess that makes sense. Not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say that I'm like anti sci-fi because that is absolutely incorrect. Like I watch, I think every genre, I enjoy every film genre. I just forgot about Star Trek. Mm. Like, when it came out, I remember, oh, Zachary Quinto, I like him. I'll be watching this. And then it, I just didn't watch it. And then more stuff came, it kept coming out. And I was like, I need to watch this other stuff that's more relevant now. And then I missed on no. Star Trek. So, yeah, that's what happened, basically. And as a Chris Pine enthusiast, I feel shame that I forgot. Chris Pine is pretty cool. He is. And also, like, I need Olivia Wilde to cut him a check. Because, like, that Don't Worry Darling shit was a nightmare. And that man deserves better. Uh, I don't think I've seen was, that. Oh, my God. That was a nightmare. The the press conference things. Like, the way he had to do all of his interviews with Harry Styles and Harry Styles. Oh, you mean that? high as hell. Okay. Yeah. And he doesn't know what he's talking about. And Chris Pine is there babysitting. Insane. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know the context of what happened <laughs> during that. Oh no, I I know all of the context. I've been following the Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis, Harry Styles situation. Oh yeah, there's gonna be so much Thoroughly. for us to talk about. <laughs> Thoroughly. Wow. Okay. So I've actually this is going to sound weird because I'm not really into the Star Trek films, but I am very invested into the TV shows. Uh, D Space Nine is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. But for some reason, I've never really gravitated towards the J.J. Abrams uh, adaptation of the TV shows. Why? J.J. Abrams slaps. Like, his work is really good. His work is really good if you're into his work. <laughs> Oh my god, we're gonna disagree the entire time. Well, it just—it really just depends because I remember I watched Lost, and he only wrote like mm-hmm. what half of that first season, I think. Yep. And I thought like this is a 
I can I can say it was a cool TV show. Like it's imaginative. It's you know it can get you on your feet. It can get you addicted to yeah. watching it. But I'm not too sure if I want to dedicate my time to watch this type of TV show that just throws all the twists and turns at you for no apparent reason. Okay. And then there was Star I Wars. Can- <laughs> I mean, people have mad beef with his Star Wars movies, but oh, like, God. I didn't hate all of them. Like, I'm not gonna, not gonna pretend that I did because mm. I didn't. Yeah, I'm a huge Star Wars person, so that kind of hurt me. I'm sorry. I like the. I really enjoyed uh, the Last Jedi. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it was so. It was such a fun movie theater experience for me that like I can't hate it. Mm. I understand how it's not the best I've seen most of the Star Wars. But it was like everybody there was so excited and like <laughs> people were ooing ah and it was like I don't know, it was like a movie experience. Right. And I, I like that. I appreciate that over cinema, which got me in a lot of like fights, you could say <laughs> in film school. Because I went to like pretentious art school and I am very much a basic bitch and I was like, dude, I, I legitimately do not care about the symbolism. Everybody in this movie theater wanted to leave. Mm. Like, this is not fun. Not here for yeah. it. And people in the Star Wars movie, were, they were having fun. They were invested, and I enjoyed that. Right, right. Yeah, it's all about the experience. So you have a podcast, The Boyfriend Material. Yes. Please tell us about this, because I actually love the so, concept. <laughs> So I am a very judgmental and what my friend Emily and I do is that we watch a piece of media or pick a group of people. It can be a boy band, a girl band, a cast of something. We have, even have a, an episode on NFL quarterbacks and we decide who hypothetically we think would be the best boyfriend. Mind you, we do not know these people. It's 90% speculation, but the debates get heated. Like, massively heated for no reason. And, yeah, it's, like, I don't know. You learn a lot about a person when you have to, like, debate Buzz versus Woody. Mm. And if you pick Buzz, you're not my kind of person. Like, are you joking? Woody's going to stand by you. Like, for sure. I feel like you can't go wrong, though, with with, with Buzz or Woody. I feel like Buzz is a narcissist. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Buzz is a narcissist, and he's going to want to name the kids after him. He, well, if you say Buzz is a narcissist, Woody would have to be one as well. The way he was acting in that first movie was <laughs> wild. Okay, but like the third movie? The third Never movie? Never saw the third the, one. Oh, my God. The third one? The third one's fire, but my favorite is the fourth one. Never saw that and one either. It's like an unpopular opinion. Oh wait! I also the fourth one is where he like where Bo Peep like becomes a feminist icon basically. Mm. Okay. But uh, apparently, it's one of like Tom Hanks' favorite movies that he's ever done, and I was like, "This is why you're my guy, Tom." Like we agree. Okay, now I remember. I have seen the third one. It is the fourth one I haven't seen. The fourth one, a lot of people didn't see. It was the movie theater. It was me. There was an old man sobbing the entire time and a bunch of children. Well, it just didn't make any sense. I thought they would have just stopped after the third one. I thought it was a great ending. I mean, 
I thought so too. I was terrified to watch the fourth one. Like I legitimately, I was like, what are you going to do with this? But I was blown away. I genuinely loved it. Yeah. We're going to talk about Pixar too, because Pixar is also kind of a, I guess they're like a media. I got a kind of grew out of touch with. I just, I just didn't care for anything they put out anymore after a certain period of time. Um, weird about Pixar like sometimes I'm like super invested on certain projects and others not so much for like literally no reason like I know for a fact that if Turning Red would have been on the movie theater I would have gone but since I have to watch it at home I didn't watch oh, it oh that's on my list for my next podcast episode <laughs> I, I really want to watch it it looks really good it genuinely does but like I don't know it just seemed like a movie theater movie to me Ooh, yeah, we can get into that, too, because there's a lot of these freaking directors out here. If they started their careers off going like straight to streaming or straight to DVD, they would not make it. Jeez. Yeah. So, Starfighters, if you we're going to get started with this movie, if you want to watch Star Trek Beyond with us, you can watch it on Paramount Plus because obviously C- CBS owns it. <laughs> it is. Uh, yes. Yeah. As they do a lot of right. Um, so yeah, we are going to get started with this movie in five, four, three, two, one. Awesome. So you're in film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes yes i majored in film i'm a comedy writer okay yeah i think i remember i was looking through your instagram i was like oh yeah she's a she's a comedy writer <laughs> like you love yeah. snl oh that's not my shit for sure i'm stressing out though with like the new the i just read yesterday that chris red quit and i'm like we that was not one i was expecting would quit yeah like that one hurt i for one do not find snl funny whatsoever oh most people like a lot of people don't it's a very i I don't know like it's a very particular group of people that like enjoy it but it's such an institution in my head like i don't want it to die but you say that but then yet they 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 say that it's liked by most of america is it? I don't like. I don't know, but like all the people I hang out with are like professional, like film people or like entertainment people, and like half of them don't like it. But like, wait, is it? Who's talking right now? Is it Chris Pine? It sure is. No, those oh blue God. eyes anywhere. I love him. Yeah, but I think SNL's never. I think it's lasted for so long and it's been in mm-hmm. that kind of light for so long, mostly because it never had any competition. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And, but like, and whenever it did have, have competition, they quickly got rid of it through other means. Okay. T. Like the Richard Pryor show. Okay. This is true. I do have like massive respect for the craftsmanship. That, like, how, like, the wigs, the costumes, like, the quick changes. I love that. I love the the live aspect. Now that I moved to New York, mm-hmm. I will be standing outside 
trying to get in. Chris Pine should wear yellow more. It looks really good on him. Have you ever... Did you ever see this movie called Blind Dating with Chris Pine? Oh, where he's yes. blind? For yes. sure. Of course I watched that was it. A, of course That I romantic comedy slaps. <laughs> I love rom-coms. I will die. Rom-coms are my... Like, one of my top three favorite genres. That's not one of my favorite movies, but, like, I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was a really funny, a really funny idea. What's your, um, what's your favorite rom-com? It doesn't have to be like your number one, but one of your favorites. Oh my God. I love, love, love. Um, I think set it up on Netflix is really good. Standing what? No, set it up. Set it up. I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's it pretty much flew under the radar as a lot of rom coms do, but it was really funny. Pete Davidson's in it, which is like really random. It probably flew under the radar because it's a Netflix film. I think Netflix is absolute trash. Netflix is struggling at the moment. I feel bad for it. And it's because it's trash. <laughs> I want to know what's going to happen after Stranger Things ends. I can tell you what's going to happen. Once, They're going to start putting ads once on. That shows- once that show's over, I don't know what they're gonna do. Like genuinely, that that, that show's the one show right now that has people by their necks, and that's it. Um, I think they got like a tiny bit of buzz off these reality shows they're making, but they're not like. I mean, I mean any any streaming service can do that. See, I don't know. I'm a big reality show person, mm-hmm. and the Netflix reality shows don't hit the same like i would say like love is blind that slaps for sure because people are insane like actually insane um but like too hot to handle boring uh data and related looks boring indian matchmaker promising i'll keep watching wait chris pine has a baby daughter on this i don't think so or maybe i don't know of a baby daughter and his computer so you, or a baby so girl. do you know like the overall premise of star trek absolutely not no clue okay i just know like it's not star wars okay. and people get really offended when you like say it's Star Wars. <laughs> they are two different things i do know they had the first uh black actress play a like a leading role oh TV. okay okay Here's the, here's the thing you should know about, uh, I guess they're called Trekkies, or just Star Trek fans. We don't yeah. talk about Star Trek Discovery, because that show is awful. <laughs> oh, we, they don't? It's freaking horrible. It's absolutely horrible. CBS, like Paramount Plus, they only have that show continuing, because they just don't have anything original that they've created. Damn, okay. But it was like all... Important and shit like Whoopi Goldberg mentioned it on no. like such and speech. No, that show's trash. <laughs> that show is absolute trash. It's literally the so, opposite of what Star Trek sh- is. I'm so sorry to Whoopi Goldberg. Who plays that girl here? Is she, is she here? Is it Zoe Saldana? Um, no, no, that's like a completely different character. Yeah, Star okay. Trek Discovery is like a 
a prequel within a prequel. It's it's weird. It's stupid. It's 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 complicated. Did the Trekkies like this movie? I think well, these movies, these J.J. Abrams movies, were well um, well received. But I I remember that, but I don't know anything about the Trekkies. Like, did they like it? I believe so. But again, me being a huge Star Trek fan, I was never. I never wanted to watch this or these movies, mostly because whenever I'm into a franchise that has been around for like at least three or more generations, I normally like to just stick to stories that are within my generation. Okay, how do you feel about the the new Adams family? Um, well, that has been around for a while. <laughs> yeah but like yeah it's been around for a while but like i enjoy every single like i remember the i mean i was not alive obviously but naked night was a thing mm-hmm. i don't know what was the name and in latin america it was called naked yeah. night and we i it was the 10 30 p.m show and i was supposed to go to bed no it was a yeah 10 30 p.m show and then 10 30 was my bedtime but my mom would let me watch the first part until like the first um, commercial break. And then on the weekends, I would watch The Adams Family because it was my favorite. Adams Family on Nick and Night? I don't remember that. I mean, maybe it was not on American Nick and oh, Night, okay. but it was on American Nick and Night. And I remember like just thinking that the monsters were so lame. Like, why are they trying? Yeah, to- it, it just. They had a budget back then, but uh, <laughs> it was bad. But I love the Adams, and I can't wait to see Wednesday. I love Tim. Bur- I love early Tim Burton work. Really? Yeah, I think Adams Family. I haven't really seen the newer movies. Um, I'm sure they're what the Christina Ritchie. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. I'm sure they're. I'm sure the newer ones are good, but nothing will will hit the same as watching uh, as Christina Ritchie. No, Kristen and Richie are the new. I mean, oh, you mean the animated ones? They're good. They're but like the. No, I mean like the original, like the movies from like the nineties. Oh no, I was thinking the black and white show. Well, yeah, I was thinking that too. But like from every generation, I'm sure it's good. But nothing will mm-hmm. affect me more than the the movies because I grew up okay. with, with Richie on my TV screen, where her on Adam's Family and her and Casper. Yeah. I mean, my Casper was Hillary Duff. Oh my god! Oh my. Okay, I had the biggest crush on on when Hillary Duff played uh, Casper meets Wendy. I mean, as you should, it's <laughs> Hillary Duff. When uh, so I never watched um, How I Met Your Mother because I am the worst. I sitcoms are my one true passion, and like. I am very annoying watching them. I'll watch them and stop the episode and go back and look at the joke and look at the delivery and like, oh, look at that green Asian baby. Um, <laughs> Wait, how do you know it's Asian? He looked Asian. Is he, he not? He looked green. I, I thought he looked Asian, but like green. <laughs> Maybe there's green Asians in, I don't know, dude. Like once I moved to this country, I realized that everything's offensive here and I'm like, literally no no i was just joking (laughs) when when did you when did you come to america 
five. Uh, I was born in America because it's a continent, okay. but I came to the U.S. Uh, five years ago. Five years ago, yeah. Okay, from where? From Panama. Panama. Central America. It's a thing. Of course, it's a thing. <laughs> no, like you'd be shocked the amount of people don't that don't know. It's a thing. Wait, so what's all that? It's gonna get with Sakari Quinto and not Chris Pine. What's up with this? It's wrong. No. Um, there's a lot I can say about I this. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. There's no way in hell. Like, I do love Mr. Sakari Quinto, but he looks awful here. So this is what I meant by sticking with my generation of things. If a franchise has been existing for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original. Oh, I know his name. He's Spock. That's his yeah, name, right? Spock. Okay, and what's Chris Pine's uh, name? Uh, Kirk. Okay, and do the colors mean anything? Yes, they do. All right, I'm going to give you a whole Ooh, rundown of Star gay? Trek. Wait, hold up. There's gays on this movie? <laughs> I love it. And were people pissed off about the gays? I don't know. I don't know. This came out in like 2013, so maybe they're like... No, it was 2016. I just oh, yeah, that's right. 2016. 2016. Um, it's your podcast, dude. Pay attention. Yeah. I don't know how they felt about it, but I mean, it's nice to see, especially if it's something so small. I, mean, I love it. Yeah, but like people have insane opinions about like random gay moments in movies. To a point, is he's he's the guy? He's the OG one, right? Yeah, Spock. Look at me knowing about Star Trek. Yeah, but. Like I was saying, the the 1960s TV show that started it all was about Spock and Captain James T. Kirk. Oh, was it gay? No. Well, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. But (laughs) it once I will ask. I don't know if you have gay starfighters. Gay starfighters, please let me know if it had gay undertones because I'm sure. Well, I mean, Star Trek in itself does. It's 100 percent does. One of the most beloved characters, um, Garrus from Deep Space Nine, one of my favorite Star Trek shows, is a gay character on there. Is he like C-3PO or like fully gay? No, he's 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 gay. Like he he makes a friendship with another beloved character. Okay. And then by the end of it, throughout 170 episodes, he was regretting not telling him how he felt about him. Aww. But do you agree with my hypothesis that C-3PO is a homosexual? No. For sure. There's no way. No? <laughs> C-3PO is super gay. How? How is he not gay? Have you seen him? Have you? Yes, he's a he's robot. He's a stereotype. <laughs> he's, a, he's a gay robot. There's no such thing a as a gay robot. robot. Yes, Unless you're is. talking about... Yeah. Uh, I don't he's, know if you've seen Lex, gay. but there's gay robots in that, definitely. <laughs> I have not, but Street 3PO is a gay robot. Just the way he talks, the way he acts, he reminds me of so many of my gay friends. He's a homosexual. I will die on this mm, No, I can't. I can't. I can't say that. Especially if, if C3PO hasn't well, made any advances. That's homophobic. No. Why would he? He's a robot. But he hasn't made any advances on any male characters or male robots. He's a gentleman and Sid 3PO. He wouldn't. If- he would repress his feel- his, his if, feelings. If anything, C three PO identifies with not having a sexuality. 
okay, fine, he may be asexual, <laughs> but he's a, a gay, aromantic, or whatever. I don't know. He he likes boy robots. I'm sure. Mm. How we has Chris Pine ever played a gay character? I think he should. It'd be great. Mm. I'm trying to think of all the characters he's played. What's your favorite Chris Pine character? And it better be uh, Princess. I don't Diaries. know. Oh, he was in Princess Diaries too. It was. It's the most. Like I cannot tell you that changed the women of my generation. That that Princess Diaries too. Chris Pine. Holy shit. That was that was all. Like hmm. no, I still no. It was great. It was great when they fight. Let me look up his his catalog because. Chris Pine is an actor, but he's like an actor who's like good. Like I like him, but I'm not. I I normally don't go out of my way to watch him. I mean, same, but he, he. It's just the Princess Diaries, like Princess Diaries two. That is the one movie. That and Bride Wars that I remember. I love Anne Hathaway. That I remember, like, finishing the DVD and putting it back in. <laughs> and starting from the beginning. And no, if you haven't seen Princess Diaries 2 with Chris Pine, you need to watch it. It's incredible. Yeah, I do. I do like that one. I'm, I'm just going to say Blind Dating. Okay, Blind Dating is a good movie. Yeah. He hasn't really done anything that's like, whoa, you got to see this. I mean, don't worry, darling. I will be watching. Um, because uh, I'm invested. You're invested because of the plus the publicity that's happening with it. No, I, yes, I'm invested about because of the publicity. But I've been invested in this script for years because I really liked Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. But she's kind of being a messy bitch right now, and I'm on Jason Sudeikis' side. Mm. So it's. It's one, Ted Lasso, two, it's Jason Sudecki, like, how dare you? And um, as much as I love Harry Styles, like, every person on earth, you don't, he's he's not, no, bestie, like, she, he's not going to drop his rockstar life to take care of your children. Why would you leave Jason Sudecki? He's like, are you joking? That is the daddy of daddies. Like, the no, daddies of daddies. <laughs> It's it's Jason Sudeikis and Steve Carell, and I will fight anyone. Ty Burrell, Ty Burrell too. Steve Carell. I love Steve Carell. I've been in love with Steve Carell even when he had thinning hair on the office. Okay, okay. Give me your top three <clears throat> actors that you would like biggest crush on. Okay, I'm ready for All this right. question, and I'll give you mine after. <laughs> like. Because, like, no, it's it's different. Like, I can tell you, like, because, like, there's some that I'm like, okay, this is the ha- most handsome man alive, but I'm that's not my biggest crush. It's just, objectively, you're the most handsome man alive. Like, I'm sorry. And those would be John Hamm. That's a safe, sure. that's a safe answer. No, I, 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 apparently it's not. Like, I've had... Hella discussions over it. Michael Fassbender. Well, who's that I, again? Michael. How fucking dare you? Um, Michael Fassbender. Oh, Magneto. Came... <laughs> yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Okay, I see your type now. <laughs> it's people that look like providers. They. 
That they kind of look the same. For- Those first two guys look the same. <laughs> I love Chris Evans, but that's very much basic. Yes, yeah, very basic. I like generic that looks like a provider, but now that I'm watching House of Dragon, I'm really getting into Matt Smith. Mass who? But I'm- Matt Smith, Doctor Who. Oh. I don't know who that is. You Are you not watching House of Dragon? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so fun just for the memes. Oh, I bet. I mean, I went on that Game of Thrones thing. I, like, I watched it late. I thought the first three seasons were like, this is clearly something TV has never seen before. And for that, it is absolutely oh, yeah. incredible. And then the rest of the seasons were just absolute dumpster fires, if you ask me. I agree and I disagree. I do think the first three seasons were the best, but I don't think it started being a dumpster fire until the last two seasons. I think there's six seasons. I'm not sure. Oh. Or maybe. I see this Matt Smith now. I see him. That's really? That's your number three pick? I don't know. I don't like it's always been. He looks like a rock. (laughs) I know, but you need to see him speak and move. He's like powerful. He'll protect you. (laughs) But like, okay, my first love will always be Zac Efron, even though I'm taller than him. That should have nothing to do with it. That should have nothing to do with it. Okay, um, Zac Efron, he's up there for sure. This ship is getting fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> it, it really is. We're talking about Sacramento as we should. Um. Okay, I might come up with other answers later, but my number one pick tends to be, um, I think John Hamm and Michael Fassbender are the most okay. handsome man alive, and I'll die mm-hmm. on this hill. Who are your picks? Um, growing up, Hillary Duff was definitely the like someone i watched a lot okay but are you watching her now on how i met your no god uh, no there's no reason to watch her now are you no i cannot tell you the amount of serotonin i get by watching hillary duff on tv like the show is debatably very much mediocre Mm -hmm. but i will they have me by the neck i'll be watching i want hillary duff to succeed well, you know what? I just reviewed that how, I mean, what's that show called? Only Murderers in the Building. And people say the exact same thing about that show, but they just love Selena I mean, Gomez. For I, no apparent reason. I, okay. I saw that you didn't like it, and I got fucking pissed. <laughs> Literally almost Talk about it. <laughs> and I, okay, I don't, I don't fuck with Miss Selena Gomez. I really don't. Because I have a conspiracy theory that I could have been Selena Gomez. <laughs> that's that's not a theory. <laughs> no, like, listen, they just wanted a fucking Hispanic, light-skinned woman to be on Disney Channel. And it could have been me. But I was in Central America, so it was Selena Gomez. Anyway, um, but Mr. Justin Bieber put her through the ringer, so I'm just, like, hoping she does well in life. And I fine. think that... She's going to be fine now, but, like, for a minute, she was struggling. And uh, Only Murders in the Building, I think it's a brilliant concept. Um, I love... So, at the end of my review, which I'd never posted yet, um, I said mm-hmm. that the concept... Or not necessarily the concept, but the meaning behind the show is absolutely beautiful. Because it really talks about how America has this very sick obsession with true crime. 
Yeah. It's, I think it's, like, so layered and genuinely, like, it has so many moments that I'm like, this is beautiful. This is great. I really enjoy it. I think she's great on some episodes and absolutely awful in others. She's absolutely but awful on the show. <laughs> but this is her best work, I must say. And that's not saying much. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of I've talked to a lot of people about Selena Gomez, and people love her for no reason because they don't like her acting or her singing. I think people just are rooting for her because Justin Bieber did her so dirty mm. that we just want to see her succeed. Right. Like, straight up. It's kind of like, remember... I mean, I feel bad even putting her in this list. But remember when Sandra Bullock got done dirty by, like, her awful husband? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. You don't remember Listen, I'm not a fan of Sandra Bullock. How are you not... Stunning woman, incredible actress, really funny. (laughs) Are you serious right now? I will literally leave this podcast. Okay, clearly you didn't see the last few episodes I posted because I went on a, I went on a Sandra Bullock binge trying to truly figure out why people love this woman so much. I love her. I will. I love her. Okay, well here's here's here's, here's a theory. Here's a theory that will make your blood boil. Then <laughs> what? Every film that she has done, all the success that she has is from her piggybacking off of someone else, someone else's success. Interesting. Every movie that she has done, you cannot say she was the best in. It was literally the other co-star, the other director, the... Okay, I disagree in um, Miss Congeniality. Oh, she carried she didn't carry back. shit in that movie. <laughs> oh, she did. She fucking did. Um... I disagree in the proposal. Are you joking? That was incredible. That is peak comedy. I didn't, you know what? And I I watched that one as well for the podcast. You didn't like it? You didn't like it? You didn't like the proposal? First off, no, I didn't like it. Second, how is that romantic whatsoever? (laughs) It's enemies to lovers and girls love that shit. It's every girl's favorite. I was praying she got deported. How dare you? First off, Canadians never get deported. That is like a fact. It would have been a win-win. She gets to go to somewhere that's like free healthcare. Oh my god. Yeah, but like it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, the same guy who plays the same role in every movie. I know, but like okay, so I heard this like two weeks ago and I thought it was the funniest thing. Um, what the Dude, fuck I've never seen a spaceship get fucked up like this before. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think this is why people like Star Wars better. They have like better engineering, clearly. Like, none of Yeah, Anakin would have force pushed all these people away. Anakin would have figured it out. Chewie would have been like, not my ship. Oh. Um, oh, shit. Okay, finish finish your train of thought because I have another good question for you. What was I talking about? You're you're trying to convince me on why Sandra Bullock was amazing in the proposal. No, I. Okay. Um. And why it was romantic? Because that movie is not romantic by the slightest. Why is it not? It's so cute. Are you joking? How is it cute? What was the tension that this that this guy had to go back to his million dollar home (laughs) with his million dollar family business? Yeah. And then she's like, that's like, oh my God, it's, I can't even. This is literally like 
I cannot because that is a one movie that like every dude I know they're like yeah I fuck with that hell rom-com. no I can't name a single Ryan, guy that fucks with that rom-com <laughs> I know like Ryan like Ryan Reynolds is the one guy that like men love like men fucking love that guy I used to love Ryan Reynolds until he started playing Deadpool okay. and I love Deadpool with all I, my heart women's Ryan Reynolds is Florence Pugh the girls ride hard for Florence. Okay. We love her. Like, that's but why. But it's not for her acting, oh, though. Oh, it is for. I don't know if it's for her acting for other people, but I love her acting. I think she's fantastic. Mm. I don't fuck with Midsummer. I really don't. But I think she killed it. I love Little Women. Um. I haven't seen. I mean. I'm not mad at her Black Widow movie. Like, her acting. The movie clearly had $3, (laughs) which is very upsetting, but it's not her fault. I think she did good. And, yeah, no. The the girls like Florence. Also, she has, like, a cooking show on Instagram, and it's really funny. Okay. I'm willing to just think people love Sandra Bullitt just because she is, like, the Beyonce of acting. No, that makes no. no sense. What do you mean? First off, I feel like that's disrespectful to both of us. <laughs> the Beyonce of acting would be Meryl Streep. Uh, that's like a different, that's not like a Beyonce of acting. Because you wouldn't say Beyonce is the queen of pop or queen of R&B. No, but you would, like, nobody can deny her massive talent. It, exactly, because like, she is a queen of so is Meryl. Meryl is a queen, but it's like you wouldn't say. You would say Meryl is like. What's what's a great one? You would say Meryl is like the Aretha Franklin of know. acting or something of that nature. Like the Tupac of acting in a sense. Oh, OK. Um, I don't know how Tupac feels about that, but for sure. Uh, I'm trying to find the best analogy for it. No, because like Sandra Bullock is a good actress, but she's, she's not Meryl. You, you cannot say Meryl. anyone is a good actress if they play the same role every time. Um, you hated the Blind Side. I'm gathering from this. The Blind Side? Are you serious? <laughs> I knew it. I loved it. I fucking loved no. it. Um, but for in the words of it. Paul Mooney, I hate that movie. I wish he would have sat on her. <laughs> she's right. That poor man. I I think she's great. I think she's great. And I think it's really funny. What the fuck is happening <laughs> in my neighborhood? I don't... New York is just as whack as like people make it seem on TV shows. There's a lot of action in this movie. Yeah, like... There was a few like dialogue conversations in like the first 14, 15 minutes or so, and then it's just all action. See, this is a movie theater mm-hmm, movie. Definitely. That's upsetting. <laughs> I was I was wondering like, am I gonna like cause I I fuck with Top Gun Maverick Heavy. Like I watched it twice in the movie mm. theater. But I don't know if I'm gonna like it. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna like it. Like if I watch it at home, you probably won't. Most most movie theater movies are like that. 
It's the same thing about most of Sandra Bullock films. Oh, wait, hold up. Miles Teller. Miles Teller is a big one for me, too. I've been on Miles Teller train. Who's since. that? Is that the actor we just saw? Oh, oh my God. Miles Teller? He's on Whiplash. He's on Top Gun Maverick. Oh, no. Like, no. I, not that guy. I am a whole for Miles Teller. I, you heard it here first. You've heard it on my podcast. If you listen to me, I love Miles Teller. I that guy has a face Teller. I just want to punch. I can't explain I it. I cannot him. explain it. I cannot explain why I love him. I cannot explain why I love him. You need to finish with your crushes. You just said celebrity Hillary Duff. Yeah, I love Hillary Duff. I perfectly for acceptable. The, for the longest time, I had sh- sh- this person was a huge inspiration in filmmaking. It was Elliot Page, obviously back when she okay. identified as a as a as a as a woman. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, I can literally. They were awesome. Yeah, they were. They were. Honestly, I I've heard from the trans community that straight people are making it weird by saying that Elliot Page is handsome, but he is. Kind of let it, leave it there, but they were also yeah. a beautiful yeah. woman. Back He's literally my favorite actor of all time. Oh, they're fantastic! Like Juno, I vividly remember Juno. Also, like watching it. Like the first time I watched it, I rented it from Blockbusters, watched it by myself, finished the movie, walked to my mom's room, and I was like, "Mom, you need to watch this movie." And we, I watched it all over again. Mm. With yeah, Juno's fucking yeah, fire. Yeah, Juno's amazing. Has an amazing trailer. Used to watch the trailer every single day. Um, another another actress. It's tough. It's. I don't even know if I can name a third. Are you serious? It's so tough. You're literally just going like, girl next door kind of looks 12 years old. <laughs> and I am like, it looks like you can pay my bills. Hmm. Now I've got to really think about it. Well, uh, mm, uh maybe, uh, no, I don't. Because a lot of them are just like attractive, but a lot of the a lot of the women that I try to have crushes on, I try to like be like, mm-hmm. what qualities can they offer me? <laughs> I fully understand that. I have um like I believe in like I'm a celebrity, like it's happening one thousand percent, and I watch movies and I'm like casting a boyfriend the entire time. Like I'll be watching a show and I'm like, yeah, no. This man is too short. I hate oh, him. Not the short thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's generally the other way around. Dude. Guys get really uncomfy when you're tall. I love tall women. That's what everybody, that's what they say. No, I love tall Until women. Until you're taller than them. How I'm 5'8". I'm proud of you for saying that. Good for you. I'm 5'8 and a half, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That means you're five. No, I'm actually, I'm truly five, eight and a half. (laughs) Every man that tells you like their height, they don't. That's not true. That is so not true. Every single man that's six feet is five ten. No, 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 no. I'm actually five, eight and a half. I have no reason to lie about that because my brother and my dad are like six feet. 
Oh my god, that's so But I grew to be five eight and a half because I'm a night owl and I hate upset? sleeping. Are you upset? No, why would I be upset? No, my biggest filmmaking idol is Jackie Chan, and he's 5'8". Mm, okay, valid. <laughs> valid reasoning. I was 5'8 and a half in middle school. Oh, wait, how tall are you now? Five You're 5'10"? Five, five, That's yep. amazing. I, I feel bad for you, like, too. <laughs> I mean, I kind of love it. Like, most people, like, I remember not necessarily hating it in middle school and high school but like it was it's such like a thing like people will comment on it constantly you can't fly under the radar literally um, <laughs> no it's hey oh now i mean kind of awful jokes now i can't can like because i'm like older i guess but like once you're like a tall child it's like it's always a conversation Oh, you're so tall. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. No, tall women are very much wanted in this world. Yeah, I know. That's why I love it. Okay, right. well then, that makes sense for you that you want a, a guy who's taller. Because I'm 5'10". Yeah, that makes sense. Also, I'm going to feel fat. Like, when I was watching... So, remember? Oh, my God. Who is this blue man? Who, the monster? Yeah. That's, um... He looks like some guy I went to high school with. <laughs> I mean, don't joke with me, cause like my my uh, cousin's husband went to high school with Chris Evans, and I thought he was joking. Really? And I looked it up and it my was my friend up. went to high school with um, what's his face from Spider Man? Andrew Garfield. Tony Andrew McGuire. Garfield. Andrew, no, hell, shut the yeah. fuck up. No <laughs> he way. said he was a quiet ass dude. <laughs> I was an extra in a movie with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And I said a really inappropriate joke and he laughed really hard. And I was like, 626. Six. I was ready. I was so ready to give him my number, but <laughs> then the director said action. And that damn director. That was like, damn, <laughs> damn Gia Coppola. Okay. Well, this is a, sure this is a great transition because I do want to talk some film with you. Like, just like okay. the film side. Because you said you went to school for filming. So, yes. what is your department? <laughs> okay, so my degree is in directing and screenwriting. Yeah. But I worked up when I was in LA, I did a lot of art department mm-hmm. work and a lot of like random acting because like I just ended up doing that. Of course. But. <laughs> <laughs> But I was, yeah, I was mostly art department and um, writing. Okay, art department. That's nice. I, I play, I pay mad attention to like art department stuff. So, <clears throat> I went to like a very small school, like a little tech school okay. for like, I wouldn't even say it was film per se. It was more like television broadcasting. Okay. Mostly taught us like how to work in a newsroom and stuff like that, which is like whatever. But I wanted, I, mean, I transitioned into film because that's just what I wanted to do. So I work okay. as a Griffin and Electric okay. in Atlanta. So, okay, cool. That's a lot of like heavy lifting. 
You have no idea. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> but I do. Well, our department. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. Guys. Our department literally is the last person we've set. And every single time I'm shocked. It's very upsetting. Yeah. It's literally like, I remember someone told me it estimated like we lift like 2,000 pounds a day or like yeah. or any set. And we've walked 13 miles. <laughs> Lovely. But the food is trash. And that's why nobody looks like they should. Well, you know what? That's why I stopped. I stopped eating set food. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Set food is just, it's nasty. It's disgusting. It's not, not great. Yeah. Set food. Um... Yeah, so that's cool. Art department. And of course... Yeah. I moved to New York. Because apparently... So when I was a teenager, I was a teenage model. Mm-hmm. Well, Makes back, sense. Well, out. we could have guessed that. Are you being so tall? Yeah. Well, a, like, doors opened for me to, like, do that here. And, like, most of my job is, like, honestly remote. And there's a lot of, like, comedy shit in New York. And I've always wanted to live here. So I was like, you know what? My lease is up. Let's do it. Really? So I just grabbed my cat. Her name's Fat Pussy. And we moved to New York. That's her name. We moved to New York. And we've been here for like a little over two weeks. Kind of a mess still. Oh my God. Simon Pegg is like super uncomfortable. Yeah. I loved him in his TV show Space. He's great. He's so great. So this is the character, this female character right here. This makeup is what got this film nominated for an Oscar. I can see that. I was, I was not me being like, why does she look so hot? She's an alien. Like that's weird, confusing me. Yeah. Oh shit. But yeah, but that's interesting. L.A. to New York. I feel like. Wait, wait, film is like within her? the mecca of of Georgia or Atlanta, LA, and New York. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so like I don't think it's I don't like a lot of my friends were like, "What are you gonna do in New York?" And now I'm like, dude, like everything HBO films here, all the procedurals film mm. here. Late night is here. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be fine. Mm. I typically, for me personally, I always love when something big films here. Oh, yeah, obviously. I love it. No, but I love it when something big films here. So I cannot wait to not work on it. So all the smaller stuff is open. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. What was the biggest that you like passed on? Um, I guess Walking Dead. Instead of Avengers? Walking Dead? Okay. Which is an absolute shit show. I refuse to watch that show. Uh, yeah. Never watched it. Never yeah, you cared. shouldn't. It's, it's absolute trash TV. It looks so dumb. It's absolute trash TV. The video games are absolutely phenomenal. I've heard that. Wait. Is Simon Pegg in love with her? What's going on? I don't know. I'm a little confused why she speaks English. But they could be like a translator thing on his uh, badge or whatever. Okay, who who who's who plays her? I don't know. 
I'm going to look this up. She does look remarkable. But that could just be the makeup. Well, I've always been fascinated with that actress who plays Princess Nuala from Hellboy 2. Because her okay. makeup was absolutely amazing. Wait, I'm looking Star Trek trying to figure out. Huh. I think it's really funny that I type in Star Trek on the IMDb app and a shit ton of like things come up and it's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, rest in peace to this actor. He was pretty good. Winona Ryder's in this? Yeah, she is? Yeah. She's Amanda Grayson, whoever that is. Um, I have a few of her movies lined up, too. Because I'm she's someone I've never really been into watching. Um, She's a good actor, but like some of her movies that people like really hype up are not that good. Um, I'm willing to bet she is good because I started Stranger Things because people wanted me to watch that for my YouTube channel. I love Stranger Things. Really? Good. Mm-hmm. Now I can have this conversation with somebody. <laughs> I love Stranger Things. What kid are you? Who do you identify um, with? Well, that's the thing. I'm on season one, episode seven. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to get into the season finale. And at this point, I can confidently say... I do not give a shit about any of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a Dustin. Like, it's honestly embarrassing. I think the kids are the worst part of the show. Oh, my like, God. Like, the dialogue between them is absolutely cringe, cringe, so cringe. You're the only person on Earth with that opinion. I hope you know that. Like, it just doesn't feel People natural. Are... Okay, uh, I'm pretty sure I was a kid a shorter while ago than you and i'm you're wrong oh that's literally how i would speak to my okay. friends okay okay well hopefully it's like a harry potter thing that's happening Wait. and these kids are just like about to come of age into acting the more the seasons go and they get a lot better but oh yeah the last season she's not even a character yet but like sadie sink the ginger mm-hmm. girl holy shit like Girly Pop needed needs an Oscar immediately. Hasn't even like done a movie, but like give her an Oscar. Mm. Okay, um, is the girl with the is it Winona Kirk, the character? I have no, I have no with idea. The white face. You're the Trekkie. You're I don't. I haven't seen it. this movie. <laughs> no, I've never seen it. I, I told you I don't care for any of the Star Trek movies. I just love the TV shows. Who, who is this woman? I'm gonna Google white face. <laughs> just face. you. She didn't pop up on IMDb. I mean, she did, but like, I can't find her. Like, let's see. What? Star Trek Beyond IMDb. Black Watch me find her like within seconds. Jayla, I think is her name. Jayla. Okay, who plays Jayla? Yeah, she's literally the second Rachel actress Nichols. listed behind Zoe O'Donnell. Rachel Nichols, right? Is that the one you have? No, I have... Her name is Sophia. What? You're not looking at the, at the app. You're on the website. I'm on the app. You have the IMDb app? <laughs> of course I have the IMDb app. It's my favorite app after TV Showtime. So not Twitter? <laughs> not Twitter. I really like Twitter, though. Twitter's my favorite social media. 
what an interesting film. And I know we're mostly talking over it, but it's, I feel like it's just visuals. Yeah, I don't like movies like this. I like dialogue and character study and... Mm-hmm. I see none of that. Not, not to say that a movie can't be amazing with that. I think the best, oh, one of the sure. best movies I've ever seen in my life is um, Spring, Summer, Fall, Winter, and Spring Again. And it's mostly just two to three people walking around a temple and having a few di- a dialogue with each other. And it's absolutely incredible. I mean,. Uh, what's the Jim from the Office movie where they don't speak? Oh, The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. That's a good. I had movie. a friend who worked on both of those. They're really good. Yeah, I don't do horror movies. No. Really? Why are you yes. scared? <laughs> <laughs> See, I used to be really scared by horror movies. Well, well, but... let me explain. I used to be afraid of horror movies. Now I just don't care. But I stopped being afraid mm-hmm. of horror movies, okay. and as a black man, this is just how my mind works. I, I realize I realize that these horror creatures, these horror monsters, these serial killers, it, Chucky, mm-hmm. all of them, they love black people. They absolutely love them to the point where they don't kill them mm-hmm. in their movies at all. <laughs> and if they happen to kill a token black person, it's just the wrong the place one. at the wrong time. I'm sorry this had to happen to you. This is it's yeah, it's the first one generally. Yeah, they just get it out of the way. And they usually say they're sorry. Yeah, like they don't want to do it. Rip it like a mm-hmm, band-aid. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm an awful human, but I am not racist. <laughs> not, not it. I was to be terrified, and then I forced myself into watching them, because I was like, you're not about to, like, go to college for film and not, and, like, avoid an entire genre. Like, that's you so You 100% can. <laughs> I know. Like, Eighth grade me didn't think like that. And I made myself watch a bunch of horror films. And now I love them. Oh, she's a but traitor. Like really good one. She is. She looks like a traitor. Oh, wait. Oh, that's specious. That's alien is or whatever. <laughs> Should have just shot her. All right, now you can shoot her. Why haven't they shot her? Yeah, that sounded culty. Yeah, this is so movie theater movie. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm like looking at my computer screen like... I don't know if I've ever seen a movie in a movie theater where I'm like, I wish I was at home watching this. I ha- I have but I have 100. Which one? Um, well, I love movie movies at the movie theaters. I think it's a great experience to watch it with a crowd and to watch it by yourself at a theater. But there are like, like for example, Avengers Endgame. When I first saw that, I wish I was at home watching it by myself because these people would it's not really shut fine. the fuck up. <laughs> oh, okay. See, that happened to me recently. I went to see. Do you- I think two weeks ago, it was literally the day of my birthday. Um, They had the $3 movie special across the country. Mm -hmm. 
And I am like, I'm absolutely going to a $3 movie special. And I went to see the Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Never heard of it. And, oh, it's a horror comedy, A24, Pete Davidson's in it. It's a bunch of, like, emerging actors. Oh, I heard horror, so, I have yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was genuinely funny. Like, it was way funnier than it was scary, which is how I think horror comedy should be. But... It, the movie was a hard NC-17. Hard. Like, and I shit you not, there was a woman with a 12-year-old kid and a baby, like a two-month-old baby in the theater. And the baby would not stop oh. crying. Like, it was, I couldn't believe it. And it was also a 10.30 p.m. showing. So I was like, how do I tell this woman to, like, leave but then i didn't say anything and then somebody did and she left and then she came back and she was like who had something to say about me and my baby and i really thought she was gonna hit the the girl in front of me new york new york <laughs> yeah and then me and my roommate my new roommate that i met three days ago at this point are walking home and then this woman literally lives in our neighborhood so now we're terrified of her There's a lot going on right now. Is it the... No, there's not. I feel like there's a lot going on, Literally. but it's like filler. Filler war, filler. No, man. Yeah, but... Okay, this is the kind of movie that I watch in a plane, and I'm like, nothing's happening. Well, you know what? My last guest, we watched um, uh, the, the newest Thor movie. And she said that about I that. Love you, wait, it. you love that Thor movie? I thought it was so fun. Like, I understand. I on like the criticism is hella valid, one thousand percent. And I do think the movie was fully fan service. I say this not being like a huge Marvel person, mm-hmm. but I, I think it understood the assignment. Like, I people were like hating on Taika Waititi, and I think he understood the assignment. He made this movie for the fans who are the only people that are watching and following the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this mm-hmm. point. So I'm not mad at it. And I'm glad Natalie Portman died. She had as a com- she was li- literally, literally useless. As a comic book fan, I can say it's absolute shit. <laughs> but, I, but I do love the fact that Eternity and Infinity were on it. And that's like complete okay. geeky type Marvel shit. I love that. And I'll probably like always rewatch that scene for that. But the whole entire movie is absolute. Like, I'd rather eat sand. I watched it recently, also like a month ago, mm-hmm. I think. I had never seen it. Oh, wait, no, I'm of course it's, it's new. I think it's is mm-hmm. it new? I saw yeah, I saw it in the movie theater. I had to watch something else at home before watching it i think i watched the second i, I watched love and thunder first was that the that was one? the one that you yeah. just watched <laughs> okay then ragnarok i watched ragnarok at home and i thought it was fantastic and then love and thunder i thought it was fun and i saw a lot of like love from like marvel people uh, everywhere yeah love people love ragnarok i thought it was shit too you that's hate not everything. true what movie do you love that people hate? I can't hate? name one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Wait, a movie that I love that people hate? I love Jumper. 
<laughs> okay, that's funny because I, I used to fuck with Jumper like when yeah, it came that out. That movie's fucking awesome. I don't understand the hate of, the hate from it. I don't get it. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> I don't remember the ending, but I remember it bothered me. It was Kristen Stewart. She showed up for the last two minutes randomly. Oh, I this this could be it. I'm not a big Kristen Stewart whoa, fan. Whoa, whoa, okay, okay, okay. So you not being a Kristen Stewart fan is completely fine yeah. depending on which era you're talking about. Because Kristen Stewart pre-Twilight I, phase was fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. I remember her on like Sathura and like Sathura, other movies. Sathura, Catch That Kid, In the Land of Women. Yes, all that it, shit was fire. Yeah, and then Twilight came out and I was a Twilight girly through and through. I was Team Jacob. I read all the books before there was like, I remember waiting for the last one to come out. Like I, I read the book before they were like a movie and mm. I fucking hated it. <laughs> I fucking Makes honestly, sense. like I can see how it was a bad book, but I like to remember how my English teacher literally told me like, Oh, these are the best books I've ever written. And I'm like, that's so funny that you think that because you're like a 30 year old with a degree in literature and I am uh, a fucking seventh grader. Yeah, it's, it's all so fantasy. Like, it's all fantasy. Like, what Those movies mean? change the landscape of film though. Oh no, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I have a friend who has a friend that like their family randomly invested in the first mm-hmm. movie and like it blew up and they had no idea and now they're like bajillionaires. <laughs> I'm like that's so cool if you had that happen to you pick a random movie and have it like well i feel like i feel like if people were to do that now like a stock in a movie like a particular movie a lot of people would be more broke nowadays oh for sure like i'm pretty sure everyone would have bet buzz lightyear was gonna do amazing <laughs> i mean i never that's another movie that like i really thought i was gonna watch but like I feel that when I lived in Panama, I watched more movies because it was way cheaper. And here it's so fucking expensive. It's so annoying. I need to get the AMC member card thing so I can go more. Yeah, I don't really go to movie theaters anymore. Not much. It breaks my heart. And the AMC uh, Nicole Kidman ad is the greatest thing that's ever been made. It's a Nicole Kidman app? Ad. Ad. (laughs) <laughs> have you not no. seen it you're joking that you've never seen the amc nicole kidman i can't ad. even name two movies nicole kidman has been in <laughs> wait that's a lie the golden compass is one I'm like, yeah you're like you're fucking lying golden compass is one <laughs> cannot name another one after that moulin rouge um the she was literally on Aquaman for like three seconds, but she's in it. She was in uh, the Stepford Wives. It's nothing. She was on the others. Nothing relatable for one me. One of the, <laughs> the greatest horror movies ever made. Yeah. You know what? As a Star Trek fan myself, I've never, um, I've never been into the James... T. Kirk and Spock relationship. Is it supposed to be like a cute bromance? It's supposed to be like the best friendship in all of cinema and all of TV. 
Like at least a top ten. Yeah, no. And I've never cared about hard it. No. Never. Just from this, I want to say hard no. Well, I, yeah, don't judge it off of this because they're not even. They haven't even been together <laughs> in this movie. They don't look like they you know what's a good like cinematic friendship that's not cinematic but like what? it is the dudes from catfish you mean the tv show yep the two dudes from catfish neither I, max i can't homies. i can't agree or disagree to that because i feel like whenever i do watch catfish and i hardly ever do it would just be for the last 10 minutes of the show <laughs> oh no i so one of my new roommates is obsessed with catfish it's like her shit and um we've been watching a lot of catfish and a lot of like kitchen nightmares and we're all in love with gordon ramsay now which i think is really funny kitchen nightmares is not not the place to start though to get into gordon ramsay i know like i already liked gordon ramsay i he's great yeah yeah i love it too um i'm very very into cooking cooking and baking and i think my next culinary adventure is going to make a, a pizza from scratch oh my god i absolutely hate cooking and baking you can't cook I love you i cannot cook i am the one hispanic woman who cannot cook or clean it's very I feel like upsetting. a movie should be based on you <laughs> i i feel like all the movies should be based on me but yeah no and i'm really bad at it i literally so like my entire diet is like salad bowls because i know how to make them (laughs) like i hate it i really like hate it the entire time i'm like i hate doing this it's awful i don't want to cook why am i hungry like fuck interesting i hate it but i love food which is (laughs) i think jesus made me like this so i wouldn't be fat like straight up well he cares about you (laughs) yeah for sure he was like this bitch will not be able to handle it if she's fast she's gonna unalive herself let's just make her hate cooking and i'm like thank you jesus you are correct that is exactly what would have happened yeah i think after this movie i'm definitely gonna look up to see what some trekkie fans truly felt about this because as a star trek fan with myself this isn't really anything star oh, trek oh shit okay why is she looking at chris pratt like that did yeah. you see that <laughs> Simon Peck was uncomfy. <laughs> okay. Tell me if you co-sign on this theory. Uh, I have a friend whose number one is Chris Pine. Like, that's her number one. It's been her number one. And my she has low standards. Is that, but, okay, go ahead. Oh, my God. Is that um, he looks regal. Like, he's not necessarily, like, handsome, but he looks like he's a prince. Wait, you say he looks real? No, regal. Oh, regal. Like royalty. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say no because you can say that about any any A-list male actor. With no, that kind of, you can't say that about Adam Driver. Adam Driver. You can say that regal. about a John Hamm. I don't think he looks regal. He looks like no, a no, businessman. No. Yeah, well, he well obviously for Mad Men, but <laughs> he can 100 look like. Well, that's the best character ever written, and I'll die on this hill. I think that TV show is awesome. I enjoyed it. Fucking love that. Show. Um. I think the dialogue is some of the best that I've heard. Oh, for sure. For sure. When he says, like, how do you, like, what's that line? 
And then somebody said, how do you sleep at night? Or how, how do you think I think about you? Like, whatever. And he, John Hamm's like, I don't think about you. And the elevator door. There's so many great there. lines. There's one that's, that, that, uh, catch my eye. It was like, he said, love doesn't exist. Love was made by guys like me. who are just trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Love it. Love my favorite it. quote, my favorite quote of the show that I actually quote all the time is from Peggy. <laughs> when she's like I know exactly what you're gonna okay, say you probably don't <laughs> it's like it's such I, a forgettable quote she was like it was going great until it wasn't <laughs> okay no that, I was thinking about the one where like they run they run out of alcohol mm. and it's like a crisis I love that show that show like honestly I think it's the best show ever made probably for me, like in my lifetime, that's the one show that I'm like, no notes. This is perfect. I'll, I'll tell people that you should definitely watch it. It is worth a watch, but it's not like you can definitely live without it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I understand why you would say that. But like, I had never. Exp- also, I started watching it so young. That show came out when I was in mm, middle school. I watched it late. And I was like. I cannot believe how invested I am in all these characters and I dislike most of them. Well, I think that's the beauty of it. Everyone is so exactly. uh, everyone is so unlikable and, and John Hamm's character is someone that you really want to root for, but then you like he keeps doing the oh, dumbest shit. He's a fucking asshole and you're rooting for him the entire mm-hmm. time. Same with Peggy. But you know what? I do fuck with John Hamm cuz like he's the one character that was never he was Super woke, like if mm-hmm. you think about it, he wasn't. He was like not racist, not homophobic. He didn't judge Peggy once for getting an abortion. Right. I remember her, him being like, "You're gonna be shocked by how much this didn't happen." Didn't happen. Like he just like basically told her to gaslight herself and continue being a girl boss. And Peggy was like, "Sure," and then she did, and it was mm-hmm. all great. And I was like, "Actually, you know fire. what? Good job. You know, what? you know maybe why I've." I've always liked the show, but never really went back to watch it. It's probably because of that season finale. That was pretty weak. That that one, the first, the one where Peggy's pregnant. No, the 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 very last episode. I loved it. Oh my god, you're literally wrong. Like that is factually wrong. Well, okay, okay, okay. When he comes well, up, the one dad, character when he actually started loving his wife and he started be- becoming a husband and a family man, I love that. Loved his character arc, but John Hamm's character. Like, he's just now on some yoga retreat, and now he's, like, this hippie now? No, he's not. You literally missed Maybe it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you did. Like, he's supposed to be on this hippie retreat, and then he gets the idea for this coke ad. So he's not. He's still the same person. He didn't I felt like he all. changed. He's a hippie now. No, he... No, that's the whole thing. You're supposed to think he changed, and he gets this idea of this fake save the world we're all together but let's say sell coke ad but here so it basically tells you hey this man didn't change at all we made you think but he here's did, the thing did. they didn't show us him going to the office doing that ad whenever a tv show or a movie does not give me enough information to process what's happening i create and make up anything for myself that will make sense for it so he is a hippie and he acts like he has a lobotomy to me Oh no! This is that I'm right. You're wrong. This is that's what happened. He came up with the iconic coke ad. Interesting. That's what happened. Interesting. So, what's what's a TV show for you that's uh, 
like it's a must. Everyone has to watch it. Wait, Sal, don't. Um, I'm thinking. Oh. Huh. Dude, her head looks like a freaking xenomorph. What is it? I was gonna say it looks like a hair pin, but you're a dude, so you a hair think of pin. That. Like when you like girls tie their hair up with like that yeah. thing, like it looks like a spider. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen one of those in like ages. Yeah, the white girls are bringing it back. Okay. I think it's Haley Bieber's fault. But, yeah. Okay, TV show that I think is unnecessary. Um, huh, okay. There's only one right answer. <laughs> what's, what's the right answer according the to wire. you? The Wire. The Wire? You know, I've never seen The Wire. Mm, well. That's, I am, no, but like, I have a meeting with Emily today for like podcast shit, and I plan on pitching The Wire. Because I want to watch The Wire, and I will... So, Emily, if you don't want to watch The Wire, you're going to end up sounding like a bitch, because I already out at you. And I also want to watch Outlander. Because I think I'm going to cry like an idiot and get really good crying selfies out of it. Outlander. Yeah, I never was into that. But yeah, a wire, The Wire is definitely a must-watch for people. It's Well, The Wire looks incredible. Like, every single clip I've seen of The Wire, I'm like, this is perfect. It's literally the greatest show ever ever created and i can say that I'm, I'm i am so sure like i haven't i don't know if this happens to you this i'm I'll, most people think i'm insane when i say this but there's some things that i know are so good that i almost don't want to watch them because like i'm waiting for the moment that i need it in my life um i do that with music okay okay so you get it like, yeah but i feel yeah, I mean, I get it, but I feel like for TVs and movies, I mean, you're better off. I feel like a TV and a movie or music will last you a lot longer than what a TV and a show can do on an average, I mean, on an average know. base. Some movies can last you a life, lifetime, but. I like there's but there's nothing more disappointing than when you save something because you think it's going to be like a fucking game changer and then you hate mm. it. Like, I remember, like, I have a list of movies that I I plan on watching when I need to cry. Because I'm a big crier. I'm pro-crying. <laughs> but a lot of the times, I, like, can't cry all my life. So I just, like, need... Oh, my God. They kill everybody. Ooh. Um, okay. What's a movie that will make you cry, like, instantly? I have a good one for you. Um... I don't fuck with Shawshank Redemption or Green Mile. I think that's fucked up. Uh, my feelings cannot handle okay. it. Stephen King always makes me cry. Like, every single time. Um, I love that man. I love him. Hmm. Um, movie. I don't know if you've seen... This is a documentary. But, like, I don't think I've ever cried this much in my entire fucking life. Dear Zachary, a letter to a boy about his father. Mm-mm. Oh my god, do not avoid that documentary at all cost unless you need to cry. Well, that's what documentaries it's, are for. It's nothing but depressing no, no, informational no, no, no. <laughs> media. No, 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 no. So like it's like I was like this is this is so sad it can't be real. 
and the documentary work is fantastic. I was watching House of Hammer last weekend, and um, actually whack. The whole situation is whack. I mean, for, I felt so bad because the entire time that that was happening during the pandemic, do you remember? Of what? When Army Hammer was being called a cannibal. Who's Army Hammer? How do you not know who Army Hammer is? He's the 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 guy on Calling Out Your Name, who's also on the Social Network. I'm not a fan. I'm not a. I, I never cared to watch that movie. The social network was good. I enjoyed that. Okay, he plays the Winklevoss twins. Okay, I don't remember those characters. And he looks like <laughs> okay, he 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 looks like a Disney prince. It's honestly jarring, like how handsome he is. Like it's it kind like legitimately jarring. Um, but it turns out he like sucks and like basically like is a cannibal. <laughs> and um. I am not going to talk about this with you because you have no idea no, what I'm talking um, about, but that documentary is whack. And I was like, this is so sad because it's a crazy story, but the documentary is so weak. But yeah, it's a crazy story. Huh. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know who he is, like, I can't believe you missed out on this. Like, the amount of YouTube videos and articles I read about Army Hammer. Uh, <laughs> well, did you grow up listening to Avril Levine? Okay, of course. I, I was hoping you said no, because then I want to say, I can't believe you missed out on that. <laughs> Which, I mean, I really mean, I mean, I was very young, but for sure. Yeah, I had a huge crush on her. Of course. Um, but a movie that made me cry so is cool. Babe Picking a City. Oh my god, I don't fuck with Babe. Absolutely not. I will not watch that again. It's Picking a City. No. The first one, I, the first one is like, it's good, but that doesn't make me cry. It's the second one. I, when, I cannot deal with any babes like i don't even eat meat anymore mm. yeah because of babe <laughs> no i mean yes like i wanted to be a vegetarian my entire life but i grew up in latin america so like that's not a thing and my parents were like you think this is a fucking restaurant absolutely fucking not if there's chicken you're eating chicken like that's what there is to eat mm-hmm. period and i was like okay fine and then I started getting migraines, like all the women in my family. And my mom's kind of like, she has like hippie energy. Like she's a, not really a hippie, but like kind of wants to be a hippie in her head. And she'll try like any technique that's like not met, like real medicine, like hippie medicine. And one of the things was like a cleanse and it was vegetarian. And then this yoga lady was like, yeah. If you don't eat meat and you follow this diet for three months, your migraines will be gone. And I was like, dope, I'll try it. And then she's like, and you're going to lose a bunch of weight. And I was like, dope, I will absolutely try it. And then my mom's like, you're not going to last. You're not going to last. You're not going to last. And then I became a full vegetarian just to spite her. But I originally wanted to be one as a kid. So I went. Maybe it could just be the meat you're eating. I mean, she gave me a whole, like, do you want to know the the, ex, the actual explanation? Go for it. <laughs> okay. So, um, we're going to get really woo-woo here. Get woo. I love that shit. Very pro-Gwyneth. Um, so, when you eat a cow, the cow is stressed out, D- right? Yeah. It knows it's going to get murdered. Well, some do. So some do. It like, depends. Okay, unless you pay for really bougie meat. The cow, regular cow, 
McDonald's. Oh my God, Swizzle Dana's going through it. I have no fucking clue what's happening. Literally, what an amazing mattress. Swizzle yeah. Dana? I don't have opinions on well, she's Well, she's one of the few actresses I can name that can play any role. And not saying she's going to be amazing in it. She can just play any role. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I like her on social media. Okay. I don't follow her. <laughs> oh. No, she's she's funny. I like her. Um, when you eat the cow, mm-hmm. it's stressed out. And that's why you have to like hit the meat to like make it more mm-hmm. tender. And then you're consuming that stress. And that stress is what's like giving you anxiety and therefore a migraine. And I was like, yeah, that totally tracks course i'll stop eating the stressed out cow and chickens mm. and then yeah and i don't fucking know if that's true i have it's no true clue. but it just but depends on it depends I on a lot of can factors only tell you, dude it really helped me out like i can't say i don't have a migraine ever because i literally had one like an hour mm-hmm. ago but the way that that shit would ruin my mm-hmm. life as a teenager like i it would be like having the best time and then my head would like explode and I couldn't like open my eyes from mm-hmm. pain. And that stopped when I stopped eating meat. And I don't know if it's because of what she said or because of like the salt in like meat or whatever that people used to cook meat or it, I don't know. But it made my migraines way better. So to anybody listening, try that. Well, yeah, they can definitely try that. I mean, in the, I mean... In theory, nobody should be eating red meat. No one should be eating dairy for what it does to to the human yeah. body. I mean, I will not quit dairy. That's ice cream. Are you crazy? <laughs> Listen, I can eat a tub of ice cream in a mere five minutes. <laughs> That's a. Same. What's your favorite ice cream? Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay, good. That's my favorite. No, oh, is it? Yep. But like depends. I like chocolate chip cookie dough and Jamoka fudge from Baskin Robbins. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> it depends on the brand. Yeah, okay. It definitely depends on the brand, but definitely nowhere, nothing in Baskin Robbins. That's that's like lower well, quality ice cream. Um, fuck you. I love those. <laughs> I like midnight chocolate cookies on Hagen Dazs. I like uh, the cookie butter one on Trader Joe's. I mm-hmm. I I love ice cream. Have you had Thai ice cream before? No. Okay. There's a really cool spot. I'm sure there's like plenty of them in New York, but there's a really cool spot in Atlanta that's like they make this Thai ice cream. They have the stove that's completely like ice frozen and they just Why is this? dump the they dump the milk in it and it starts freezing. Wait. Pause. Did you see that cut? No. That was the weirdest cut ever. Okay, you missed it. This is a weird weird movie in general. But yeah, it's a stove and it's super cold and they just pour the milk in it and it starts freezing it. And as it's freezing, they start chopping it up to make it really soft and smooth like. And then you just tell them on the spot what toppings do you want on it. You can get like gummy bears, chocolate chips, M&M's, sprinkles, anything you want. And you can make it any flavor you want too, and they'll start putting the flavors in it, and they'll just build it up, and they'll roll it kind of like a sushi, and you just eat it. Ooh, okay, I've had this then. I have yeah, had this. It's so good. I didn't think it was that good. I thought oh. it was whatever. <laughs> maybe, maybe the place I went wasn't good. Wait, I'm looking thigh, thigh, 
pie ice cream. Yeah, look for thigh ice cream. Yeah, I'm sure I'll find it. Where is this? Oh, oh no, I'm not. I'm not there. It said three minute walk from the Lower East Side, and I'm like, I'm not, not there. Okay, there's gonna be so much I have to say about this movie as a as a Star Trek fan. Because okay. this isn't to me. This isn't Star I'm, Trek. I remember, like, I have a friend who I love that I seriously need to like stop, um, like listening to her film taste because I fucking disagree with everything she oh, says. Oh, I love that. But she, she, um, she's very smart and like it's, she's the kind of person that like whatever they say, they think it's viable and it's really funny to me. Anyway, uh, she loves this movie and she also convinced me that Armageddon was like the most incredible movie. Oh, of all time Armageddon is complete shit. Like, I watched that for the podcast. Absolutely. Oh my God. It was so <laughs> bad. Like I couldn't, like I watched it and I really needed a good Space time. And dementia. <laughs> And I was like, you're joking. Like, you're actually joking. Like, after a young, hot Ben Affleck, like, I guarantee you she only says that because it plays a nostalgia factor. Maybe. But, like, how nostalgic? We were, how old were we when that shit came out? That's a 90s. That's a 90s film. And if she's a 90s baby, that's, like, nostalgic. We were were 95 babies. We barely made the cut. Wait, when is our. My God, in movie. 1998. Okay, we were like three years old, two years old. No way. It has a 37 on Rotten Tomatoes. 37. And this bitch made me believe that it was the greatest American, like, movie made. Of course, Michael Bay. I think she dedicated her life to troll you about this movie. For sure. Fun fact, Michael Bay is graduated from my college. You saw how he pushed her to get that? That's like me in gym class in elementary school. (laughs) I was bad at gym class. Really bad. You can't be bad at gym. You just... You just yes, ran. You <laughs> I was like picked last. I was not athletic at all. Wait, you're but not now, athletic. Like, uh, I forced myself to be like I am a I'm a, um, a runner, but like it's not because I enjoy it. I mean, I do enjoy it, but like I gaslit myself into enjoying. You it. mean no coach in high school saw you as five ten and was like, "Yo, you oh, need no, no, to." No, yeah. <laughs> They all did. They all were like, yo, you want to try out for basketball? And then they saw me and they were like, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. Every single one. I tried. Like, they looked at me and they really thought I could be that girl. But I, I, it was, I, I wish it was. I really wish it was because I, I think it's cool to be a sporty girl. But um, I hate it. I hate sports. I just wish, I hope the teams have fun. Like, I don't care. <laughs> My brother is really sporty. He's really good at basketball. And Yo. But he's not tall, which is funny. So from what we've watched thus far, what my brain has gathered from that scene, I feel like I'm like, okay, this is like the end of the film, this and that. 
this is like the final battle. This shit has 40 more minutes. <laughs> I know. I know. I've been keeping tabs on this. And I'm just like, okay, so all the Chris Pine girlies were like obsessed with this movie and the Sakari Kinto girlies. And I'm like, they've really been on screen. And they don't look cute. Like, what's going on? I don't get it. I don't think I've, I can't remember a movie that I've seen that I'm like, if the actress is like so hot, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Because I don't think I watch movies like that anymore. I mean, I feel like I stopped doing that in like the sixth grade. <laughs> but like, there's movies that you're like, oh yeah, for sure. Like, I get this. Like, oh. Transformers. Let's throw Michael Bay under the bus. I'm like, okay, for sure. Like, Man Megan Fox, Fox was, that was real. I didn't find her attractive like that. Really? No, I was I did not buy into that mm. whole Megan Fox being like a, a new age Marilyn Monroe thing. She was definitely a, Oh no, she's not I mean she was girl. definitely uh she's a, a legendary sex symbol if that's a thing, but For sure. I I did not yeah. buy into that. Like, I mean you're also like how old I'm are you? I'm 28. Can I ask that? Okay, so you're you're like my age. Do you not remember how this shit was like how she was like the hot shit. I remember the I, she went on an incredible run that people forgot. Yeah, they did, and then now she's doing the dating machine gone Kelly, and that's this. Yeah, and a lot of B list movies. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody likes. But like from what I've heard, uh, Michael Bay did her dirty, and like I believe that honestly. Yeah, I didn't buy into. The- I think a lot of what Hollywood likes to push onto their actresses in terms of like people that they believe the public should fall in love with or should mm-hmm. or they think you should find them sexy, I normally go against it. Okay, so I read I read this on a book and I was like, This is so right. It was I don't remember the title of the book, but it was a Sophie Kinsella book and that is the brilliant mind behind Confessions of a Shopaholic. I love that so. movie. <laughs> I love the movie too, but like it's a book series. Anyway, um, she on one of her books, she's a character says something about how like Tom Cruise is not handsome. We were just told he was from such an early age. We believed it, and I was like, "You're correct." How he he's a he's a like, an attractive looking gentleman. He is, but like it's it's not that big of a deal though. You can like, say that about Chris mean, Pine and John Hamm. How dare you? Um, absolutely not. Do not bring John Ham. Listen, listen. The only topic. thing people like about John Ham is his bone structure, his his cheekbones. That's it. His 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 jawline and his cheekbones. That's it. I think he is stunning. Like I think he is stunning. I don't want to meet him ever because I am gonna like. Uh, uh, but it uh. can't be. You find him attractive just for his looks, like his his facial looks, I think right? He's- funny like if he was five six would you be saying that probably okay. have you seen him on interviews He's he is really funny. funny he is funny uh i enjoy watching him at the nhl all-star game <laughs> i haven't seen that i love him on unbreakable kimmy schmidt which is one of my favorite mm, shows i gotta watch that i think it's one of the funniest things tina Fey has ever come up with like genuinely. um i really like that actress who's on there but she is crazy crazy typecast yeah. Kelly Kemper oh yeah 
yeah, I kind of feel bad for her for that. But she's also a rich white woman. So yeah, I don't feel bad for it. My my uncle told me a quote the other the other week. He was like, "Never feel bad for anyone who can afford a yacht." <laughs> okay, I feel like that should be on a T-shirt. That's accurate. Uh, no, she kills it as uh, Kimmy Schmidt, and I get told that I have Kimmy Schmidt energy constantly, and I think it's both an insult and a compliment. No, I can one hundred percent see that, especially after listening to episodes of your podcast. I feel like if you were to have a TV show about your life, it would mostly just be about you gushing over celebrities that you wish yes. you can have, but instead you're stuck with the dull men that you're forced to try and like throughout your sc- your school years. Yeah, <laughs> it could be, could be. Um, she's also kind of stupid, but she figures it out. So like, I'm not mad at it. I'm half Jane the Virgin, half Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, I've never seen Jane the Virgin. Oh, Jane the Virgin is fucking fantastic. I've heard. I gotta watch this. Like, that is a show that I was like, okay, like it has flaws and whatever. For sure, because it's the CW show, and like, what can you expect of the CW? But the concept is fantastic. Okay, I have to check it out. Yeah, this is not Star Trek. I don't understand. Like, it's just like talking heads, and then shit explodes. And then so is Aldana, just shows up every like. 20 minutes to remind us there's a female lead. Right, I agree with that. So let me let me explain to you what Star Trek is or why Star Trek is amazing. Why is Simon Pegg writing this? My guy, you're very talented. Yeah, that's a big letdown is- too. Oh, I do like seeing people that I think are like incredible writers. Well, to be fair, he co-wrote it. Awful. He co-wrote it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> his name like when people that i really admire like fail <laughs> i'm like see i always love seeing people i really admire fail it lets me know they're human I, mean, I don't i don't love it but like it gives me some peace like yeah i absolutely love it i thrive off of it <laughs> there's people i don't want to see fail for sure um oh definitely Yeah, I don't understand the whole love for Spock in the in the Trek universe. Now, granted, I will admit, I have seen every single Star Trek series except for the original, only because. Oh, so you're a big Trekkie. You said what? No, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. I, well, I don't even like calling myself a Trekkie, but I am a huge Star Trek fan. And even okay. when I was getting ready for this podcast last night, I was playing a Star Trek game. <laughs> But it's just that that his character never. It just it just shows no emotions. I mean, that's what Vulcans are, which is unfortunate because yeah, that doesn't really make for a a exciting protagonist. But his character and his relationship with Kirk, it just never excited me. What? Uh, Here comes the scientific Gargan talk. Okay, I want to know what this was nominated for, and probably it was like VFX and makeup, 
but like it, it was just for makeup makeup only this is the third movie and the second one was nominated for an oscar due to visual effects nothing acting wise nothing directing wise <laughs> nothing's happening i mean it is but like nobody i have a i'm glad i didn't watch this well you know the the, the basis of my podcast by the end of the movie we have to find we will give our review on it and then we have to uh say what can we appreciate about it because this is someone's favorite film oh no there's a lot of things to appreciate about this for sure but i'm like i'm glad like i know that if i would have gone to the movie theater with a friend i probably would have enjoyed the experience but like i'm not upset like i remember watching gravity Oh class my god! My I watched that for the podcast too, and, I, and you hated it. You hated it. Well, didn't you? I watched it from my computer screen. I was like, "This is completely well, a watched, movie theater movie." Yeah, I watched it. I love the movie, but I watched it from my computer screen, and I read the screenplay for class and stuff. And I was like, "Damn! If I could have watched this in the movie theater, I know for a fact that my mind would have been." Blown. Well, my friend, my friend Jacob, who's also a, a, a director. He was like, when he saw it in theaters, he was like, dude, it was like one of the best movie theater experiences he's, he ever had. But then he watched it at home. He's like, 10, 15 minutes in, he just turned it off. No, yeah, for sure. Like, it was so weird. He's like, I was like, story structure, incredible. Acting, great. But like, it was just such a movie theater. Uh, I'm not going to say the story structure was good. I fucking love. I it. hate when when movies or shows try to give us a sympathetic reason to like a character without us without us knowing who the character really is. And in that movie, okay. right before that astronaut died, they showed him with a picture of his wife and his daughter trying to make him seem sympathetic. In my mind, I was just like, I don't know them. He could be cheating on his wife for all. I, I liked him. I liked him. I would have liked him even if he was cheating on his wife. That's like not relevant i liked him as a he was a good like friend and like we don't know that you fine. don't know that he looked like a cool guy like I'm, I'm uh ted him. bundy also, looked like a handsome gentleman to most women <laughs> no he did not half sack people believe it he was me he was a five of best i don't think i would have i was having this conversation yesterday i don't think i would have um Fall in the Ted Bundy trap. Like, I don't think I would have. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> I mean, he only killed brunettes, so I would have been a target for sure. But here's wait, here's a weird question, and I just not thought of it. And this is probably going to sound really weird and awkward. But I who is, who, what would be the ideal guy for you to look like and who would totally trap you into... Like if he was a serial killer. Oh. Because for me, all throughout growing up, I've been super attracted to like rock star goth emo looking women. I I can see that. I was gonna say Andy Samberg or like uh Golden. Andy Retriever. Samberg? Love Get out of here. I swear to God, I love him. Golden Retriever energy, my favorite. I thing feel like ever. Andy Samberg. I feel like he's hilarious when he's in other people's stuff, but never his own stuff. Oh my god, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And like, Hot Rod was my everything. No, I loved him in Human Giant. I loved him when he was just in uh, 
Chippendale. Yeah. Chippendale was fire. But just like his own stuff, and then like his the his own stuff he's written for SNL. I just I did mm-hmm. did not find it funny. I love him. Like I love the golden retriever energy, like a thousand percent. Because I'm stressing out twenty four seven, and I just like people that are just happy to be there. Mm. <laughs> like that's cool. I trust you. Mm. Okay, not all these people wearing like normal clothing. No, it's not. Okay, so let me explain to you what Star Trek is in its essence, because it's not this. Please. Star Trek, and as a whole, is about society becoming to what it should be right like no no terrorism no drugs no no hate people living in harmony and trying to understand people's culture for the better okay so the stories of star trek no matter which season you go on whether if it's with james kirk which is the original if it's enterprise with picard d space nine with uh captain cisco and then so on and so forth the basis of it is them trying to understand a culture a species and trying to relate to them what they're going through and how that relates to themselves and how to have a a a common ground with them whenever dealing with politics or whatever and there's been beautiful emotional episodes emotional seasons about that kind of stuff and it's not honestly it's not really about the the science talk the 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 scientific uh gargan uh you know mumbo jumbo talk anything like that and i feel like that's what gives star trek a really bad rep and why people stay away from it cuz they i mean that tracks it's like i think um i don't I, I'm not like a Star Wars girl, but I have never seen a Star Wars movie and not enjoyed it just because it's so like intricate. And I think the world building is incredible. Like even if the, even in the, like, this is a bad movie, objectively speaking, this is I a love bad Star movie. Wars all my heart. The, the, like the world building is still good. What's that one where like Anakin is a baby and then there's, um. Yeah. The first one, Phantom Menace. I don't, is that the, is that the name? I don't remember. Where Anakin's yeah. like a baby. That's a bad movie. Objective. I love it. But like, <laughs> I was like, no, but like, I am not bored. I'm entertained. Like, it's, uh, the world is perfect. The characters, like, I care about them. Even if I'm like, this dialogue is dumb. Well, here's, here's the thing that will make, well, that will sum it up as well. Star Wars has the better lore, the scientific lore, scientific. Yeah. Uh, magicness that happens. I love the battle of good and evil. Um, I mean, there's some good stuff in that in Star Trek, but it basically the sci-fi-ness of it is what Star Trek or what Star Wars really excels at, and just the mm-hmm. lore and all that stuff. Star Trek shits on Star Wars in terms of its characters and its story and its story okay. arcs. Star Wars okay. technically only has one major story arc. They have a, like a really some really good side plots, story arcs. If you really get into like the novels and like the TV shows, or I guess Clone Wars, not all the TV shows, but Star Trek as a whole, individually, each character is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I I believe that. 
not on this movie. But. Oh yeah, please, yeah, don't judge on this. I actually think Chris Pine no, is I a pretty am... shit uh, Captain Kirk. Oh, I love Chris Pine, but this is awful. Like, I can't believe I don't care about Chris Pine. It's never happened mm-hmm. before. And to to give you like um an example of a storyline for like just one random throwaway episode of Star Trek, a really good one is um. <clears throat> Oh man, there's so many, there's so many to choose from. But a really good one is, um, so th- there's a Star Trek Voyager is a season. Hey, look who it is! Wait, what? Where is? I can't see anything. You didn't see the. Did you to... see the black guy on the screen? No, I did not. There was a black guy. I missed it. <laughs> it's the first one. It's um. Uh, hopefully, I say his name right. Abrius Alba. It's always. <gasps> I love him. He, oh, wait till you watch The Wire. Wait till you watch The Wire. Oh, I oh love my him. god! I I really wanted him to be um, James Bond. I thought he was American until I until I watched his like interviews of The Wire. Okay, you're gonna like this. Um, so I have a friend that worked makeup on uh, Suicide Squad mm-hmm. Two, the, mm-hmm. the second one, the good one apparently she told me that she was in the elevator with Idris Elba and the nanny and like his wife and the kids and the nanny was the whitest woman she had ever seen mm-hmm. in her life and she just thought it was the funniest shit ever what's your like it was some woman what, from Russia what's your celebrity um who's a celebrity have you what's a celebrity that you've met and you completely like melted over I have a really good story for you I mean I'm gonna have to go with Andrew Garfield because he he laughed at my joke and he winked and I loved mm, it. Okay, so for me, I worked on this TV show called um, American Soul, which is basically like um, uh, a biopic of like the Soul Train, that old TV show or TV series about music and all that. Mm-hmm. And the director of that show was uh, uh, Richard Townsend, or excuse me, okay. Robert Robert Townsend. And Robert Townsend, basically, in your '90s baby, so you maybe you would know this. Did you ever watch like the original Disney Channel? Like, or, or... I mean, I mean, I watched his Finding Disney oh, okay. Channel. So there was like a movie right called away. Up Up and Away on there. Up Up and like away. superheroes, Black Family. Oh no! Uh, the Hispanics didn't like translate the black <laughs> content. I noticed that this year. We did get uh step it up though. No, oh, gotta uh, kick it up. No, 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 no. Uh, the oh, blue no. Um, jump uh, in. Jump yeah. in. Jump in. We gotta jump in. But like, no, I do know who this man okay, is. Okay, yeah, Robert Townsend. Um, basically a freaking idol of mine, and I feel like I wouldn't even be a filmmaker today without what he has done in his career, right? Okay. And as he's like directing and all that stuff, I'm like, holy crap, that's Robert Townsend. That's so amazing. And my friend Brian is like, yeah, man, why don't you just go up to him and just say hi? I was like, I can't do that. That's Robert freaking Townsend. Yeah, like, absolutely. He's like, oh, dude, don't worry about it. He's pretty cool. He's like, hey, Mr. Townsend. And Mr. Townsend literally looks at me and Brian and he walks over and he's like, hey, guys, what's up? Oh my he's God. like hey this is carlin he's like a huge fan and he shakes my hand so and he's cute. like hey nice to meet you and i'm like ah. <laughs> that is so cool 
I've never had like anybody that I like. I mean, I did when I lived in LA. I ran by um. Seth Are they Rogen. telling me the black guy is the fucking antagonist of this movie? Um, that's racist. <laughs> There's only like two. Yeah. I mean, he's the only one that's actually acting. Like, honestly, let's give him that. I'm going to go off on this movie. But yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, I ran by Seth Rogen and I couldn't react. Because I, I, in my head, I'm like, I need Seth Rogen to see me as an equal. So I can't mm. react. That was crazy. Um, I also ran by, and I'm not like a huge fan, but it was just like my mind couldn't grasp it. I ran, do you know who Jacob Elodi no. is? Like Euphoria? No. Well, he's a huge, like, the girls love him. I don't like him. Well, I think, actually, you know, I do know who you're talking about. I've seen season one of Euphoria, and then I stopped watching. It's it's not that good of a show. It really isn't. But I'm going to watch. That's a whole other conversation we can have. (laughs) He's uh, Nate Jacobs. So he's Mm -hmm. huge, right? And I run, I'm running, and I run by him. And I'm like, is that Jacob? Like, in my head, like, is that Jacob Lordy? And I stop running, and I look at him. And he just, like, waves at me, like, 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 he realized what happened to me. And he just, like, gives me, like, a thumbs up and waves. And I, and I, and just, like, continues walking and I continue running. And it was such, like, a, a random situation. Like, he chuckled, but I, like, I did a double take and, like, stopped and, like, like what? Like, sir, why are you in my neighborhood? Like, what are you doing here? It's Culver City. Like, no. That's pretty cool. I had, um, I had a Chick-fil-A sandwich with what's his name from Walking Dead? The main character. Why well, I don't fuck with the Walking Dead. I don't know any of you. Have you ever seen Blade 2? Blade? Okay. No. Well, it's wow. the guy with the crossbow who's like the face of the show. <laughs> okay. Andrew yeah. Lincoln? Yeah, if that's his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I oh oh Mark and Love actually, yeah. I love Love Actually. That's another rom-com I absolutely love. Mm, yeah, I definitely haven't seen that one. You I haven't? Care to watch it. That'd be a good episode because it's, it's very polarizing. I, People love I'm going to watch it, it oh, and I will dedicate it to you. <laughs> Thank you. It's a Richard Curtis film. I don't know how you feel about Richard uh, who's Curtis. Who's that? Um, he is an iconic writer. He wrote Yesterday... He wrote um, about time. Uh, he, like, I mean, Bridget Jones. Oh, I watched Bridget Jones' Diary, the first one for the podcast. Notting Hill, Mr. Bean. Uh, like he he created Mr. Okay, Bean. Nice. Like he's he's iconic. Like regardless of your opinion, like he's iconic. Yeah. Period. Nice. Why is this man? I hate this one. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to go off on this. But um, this is not what Star Trek is. I I believe you. So it, there's no way it has a huge fan base if it is this. And the Trekkies go hard. Yeah. yeah. So to give you an example, because I was going to give you an example of like a typical Star mm-hmm. Trek episode is and how amazing it is. On Star Trek Voyager, they are like flying in their ship right they go across this mm-hmm. unknown planet and they get stuck in this atmosphere 
they they scanned okay. the planet and they researched that there are people that live there, but they're super primitive, right? Caveman type, right? Okay. And they're trying to leave the atmosphere, but when they do, the atmosphere creates a stir and the entire planet shakes, which is causing like earthquakes and hurricanes and all that stuff. So okay. every time they do this, the people on the planet, the cavemen, they are heavily ex- uh, inspired by what's happening in the sky. They think it's a god. And every time oh, they sh- cool. they try to leave the atmosphere and it causes more shakes, the people... Oh shit, he's gonna cut Chris Fine. Uh-huh, okay, shake. Yeah, the go people on. get more uh um they get more advanced, humanly advanced by them. To the point where they send radio signals out to them to see if they're actually real. Oh shit. Okay. Right. And then it That's like Right. And then it gets to like a like a super deep point to where one of the members went down to the planet to just monitor them to see what's what. Mm-hmm. And literally <clears throat> their entire culture is inspired off of them. Okay, that's really cute. I right. like that. That's sweet. Right. Yeah, it's super cool. Star Trek is freaking amazing. It's stories, it's characters. Uh, this female character with the amazing makeup is giving me heavy vibes of Clora. I believe that's her name from the Tron Legacy movie. Okay, that's something else I didn't watch. Okay, but Clara is someone who, like, looks amazing, like, looks like such an interesting, amazing character, but they literally did nothing with her. And they let her just be a psychic. black guy disintegrated, in case Mm -hmm. you missed it. He gone. Look at that. Another black man dead. Okay. Yep. (laughs) I mean, is Idris Elba alive? They, they They kept the Asian guy, though. Yeah, at least there's that. This is literally like. What's the worst movie you've seen on this podcast? Oh, it's not this. <laughs> what I know it might which be one is the it? proposal. <laughs> I will literally. I enjoyed the proposal. I've seen the proposal. Let's see. Um, the proposal is actually like my my most popular episode because i have a friend named noir who's like a huge sandra bullet fan and the proposal is her favorite movie and you shot on her favorite movie for two i shot on most of her favorite movies but what makes this one special was she's a huge harry potter nerd and okay i called her in the middle of the episode to tell her why this is romantic and it got into a conversation on how would you want a man to propose to you and she literally said Mm -hmm. She wants someone to have Tom Riddle's diary and have it no. <laughs> written out. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is terrifying. She's that much of a Harry Potter geek. No, not Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle is a disgusting character. Like, absolutely not. Nope, nope, I but can't. Let's see. The worst movie I've seen on my podcast, and I'm looking at all the episodes. Okay, well, like, is he supposed to be, like, the son of the OG Spock? No, I believe this is Spock. This has to be. And why is he look? Why is he looking at this old I, man? This has to be something in the future. Him. It has to be because this is supposed to be about the original 
members, which is why I've never gravitated towards the movies because they talk about a generation of Star Trek that I was really never interested in diving into. This has to be, he has to be looking into the future or something because that's, that's him. That's Spock. Um, okay, I appreciate that they left uh, Chris Pine with a bruise. It's like, Mr. Tom Cruise never has a bruise. Mission Impossible, like he still looks. Uh, Mission Impossible was pretty bad. I recently watched that. Uh, Thor was pretty bad. Um, I watched Spirited Away. I thought that movie was random as shit. Oh, it's super random. Um, but like, that scene where the... the Parents turn into yeah, pigs. that was random. Nightmare, terrifying. Um, Hamilton, the play. Love Hamilton. That was shit. Um, Not surprised you don't like it. Easy A. I don't like Emma Stone. I just don't. I heard that, and I wanted. I I, I refuse to acknowledge that as a fact. I, like, I just don't like her. Love. Everyone has an actress they just cannot stand, and that's her, for me. Mine would be honestly like Cara Delevingne. I don't fuck with Cara Delevingne. Who's really that? Cara Delevingne, exactly. <laughs> She's on Only Murders in the Building season two for like three episodes, and I'm like, get this bitch off my show. Wait, that's wait. It's a it's a woman, right? Are yeah. You, are you talking about? Is she the girlfriend? Yeah, the one Oh with the my eyebrows. god. That's the only thing I know about her. Like those eyebrows should be yep. a crime. <laughs> no, I love her. Like like I love her face. She's stunning. She's been on the, I just read that she was been on the cover of Vogue. She has months. caliper eyebrows. I don't know how she's been on that They're magazine. Stunning. I I think cuz she's beautiful. But like she's awful like a mess, bad actor. The lesbians don't claim her and you know the lesbians are very upset and a very accepting group. Like if the lesbians don't claim a lesbian, there's some. That's teeth. true. Casablanca is up there too as, as movies that I thought was really, really not what oh, it is. I fucking hate Casablanca. I'll go on the record. I've had this conversation with so many people. I I cannot have sympathy for this group of like privileged people that are like pretending that the world isn't falling apart in a hotel while they drink and be like well first off the the movie is only timeless and relatable to well i I guess it's not relatable to anyone anymore or i I guess some people who are alive but the movie only is what it is because it was at a certain time where a lot of movies were not coming out talking about the war and stuff like that and to have that kind of an escape to talk about the war but yet be about something positive is kind of what made it what it is I, I, ugh, I was like really excited to see it when I saw it, and I was so upset that I hated it. It's it's the same with Black Panther. Black Panther is a mediocre ass film with a boring ass protagonist, but because that mm-hmm. movie is like literally the heart and soul of like black people supporting black actors, and it's just a proud black film, I will always support that movie. I understand that. Like, I I fuck with Black Panther, but I don't think it's as good as people speak mm-hmm. it to be. I think it's gonna age weird because it has like very 
time specific jokes like the what are those like in 20 years nobody's gonna know why why that's funny but (laughs) i agree i i I did enjoy it though that was a really fun movie theater experience as well yeah uh well the best movie theater experience for for black panther for me was uh it was when literally go walk up to the ticket line and there's like just 15 black people as a group come up to this white ticket holder and he's like yo you know what we came here to see <laughs> that's so funny um but I, uh, I went to see uh when i saw get out it was a bunch of poc and then this white couple and the way that people just looked at that couple when the when we were all walking out the movie theater it was so mm. funny they were so uncomfortable they were so fucking uncomfortable okay but yeah, well, that's, that's the, that's the movie Starfighters and, um, it's awful. Well, okay. We'll, we'll start with, we'll, we'll start with your take on it. Uh, give your, okay. give your rating of the movie, your initial thoughts, and then your appreciation for it. Okay. Rating of the movie is a four. Oh, that's, and I think I'm yeah, that's generous. very generous. Four, it should be like a three point two at least. I'm gonna give it a four because I think that the visual effects are beautiful. I think that the costume is really well done too. This is really random, but I love when like I'm recently really into like costume fitting people well and I feel like every character's costume was like really well fitting. <laughs> Super random, I know. I enjoyed the makeup, and uh, I don't have any beef with the fight scenes. Like, the fight scenes were okay for me, but I am shocked at how much nothing, like, literally nothing happened. It's just, like, kind of, like, fights in the background. It very much was. Like, what's, what, I don't know, like, uh, I, I'm, I heard, I remember watching on E! News when this movie was coming out, that it was like, yeah, we're doing this whole thing and we're trying to bring new Star Trek fans and make the other, the old Star Trek fans mm-hmm. happy. And I'm like, I can't think of a single person who would become a Star Trek fan because of this movie. Yeah. Like, what What are these characters? Nobody's likable. Nobody's relatable. Like, I don't get it. Is that Beyonce in the this soundtrack? This is freaking weird. <laughs> See, this is like a typical Beyonce. mainstream film for you. There's a lot of really good mainstream films. Oh, of course. What the fuck? No, absolutely not. I, 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 I will not watch this again. I think it's the worst Chris Pine film I've ever seen. Um, for sure, the world's worst. So is Aldana and Simon Pegg. Nope, that's a no mm. for me. What are your okay. thoughts? So, as a Star Trek fan. I can say this as well. Obviously, I'm not going to speak for any Star Trek fans out there, but I feel like I speak for a lot of Star Trek fans, but just not all of them. This movie is a bad throwaway Star Trek episode. That's what it is. And certain TV shows that are made into movies, a lot of them, I want to say most of them, do not translate well because they just make long episodes because that's just how it feels. This feels like okay. an, uh, uh, a pilot episode 
of a TV show that just never got picked up? I feel like all the the battles like blend together. They did. It was very forgettable. Like I don't know what are we why are we fighting? I don't know who's on our I just know that the black guy's the evil one apparently, but like Yeah. What? Yeah. Also, what the fuck was um it is Alba doing? I don't I couldn't tell you. He showed up for three seconds and that man, he's expensive. Please explain. I mean, I'm happy he got paid, but <laughs> no, for sure. No, no, no. I do not get me wrong. I'm here for Mr. Idris Elba getting his paycheck, but like, how do you justify that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so like he did literally. He had one line, two maybe. Yeah, it's it's. it's bad. And now you're paying Beyonce for the fucking no. Yeah, it's 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 bad. This they really said we had no black people, so we're just gonna have two of like the crowd favorites do mm. something and put them in here so we look woke because we do have one every time character. someone says that i think of that tim burton quote that was just recently said and why people are trying to like cancel what? him what? okay about the uh, about what about him not only only one thing to cast yes people. yes exactly that quote i mean I get it and I don't get it. Like I personally, right? Like as a film, as someone in film who makes films, you're like, I can get, I get what he's saying, but at the same time, it's still bullshit. <laughs> like I get what he's saying because I, I understand he's very specific with his aesthetic. I understand that, but at the same time, I'm like, if we're gonna, f- I feel like we have bigger fish to fry. Every single Tim Burton character is like sick, starving. Like it, there's that's literally like what right, he does right if we're fighting for black actors maybe uh we should have come at marvel quicker right. or like i don't think it's tim burton's like place to in click it i think it's it's it makes me uncomfortable but he has a point like i understand right. it and i don't i don't necessarily agree but i understand it like i studied uh ballet from age two to like 18 so like I did a lot of ballet and I, even if I was the best ballerina ever, I could have never been a professional ballerina because I'm too tall. And that sounds annoying, but the thing when you watch a ballet, you need it to be cohesive. Like all the swans must look the same. Like I get that. So I'm not going to be about, I could never be a ballerina. Okay. Period. I see what you're, what you're saying. Like I understand like, I guess a black person's not going to look like a vampire the way that Tim Burton vampires look. Because they just are not going to be that pale and like that dead looking. Because like black people always look like on right, it. Right. They never look old. They never look like dying. Right. They have to be like in the brink of death to look like dying. Like right, they're dying. Right, right, right. So I get so it. So my thing is, and this is, I'm relating this back to the Star Trek movie because if a lot of people want to write off Tim Burton for that, and you they totally can, and I'll be 100% for it. If they feel bad about that, then you have to feel bad and write off every TV show and every movie that's like literally out here, including the Star Trek film, which don't get me wrong, Star Trek as a whole, the TV shows, is about... Um, it's very yeah. inclusive, right? That's the whole, that's right, that's yeah, they kick. have like black captains, they have black characters. Uh, well... 
Captain Sisko was huge for him being a black character, and then Janeway was huge for being the first woman captain. But this new discovery with their inclusiveness is just downright annoying. And I feel that it's totally... You can see that that's not really what this is about. And they just put it in there just to uh, relate to a certain audience. And that feels very ingenuous to me. I don't know if you... I mean, I did this when I was in school and I had to like write my characters. I just wouldn't write Mm -hmm. a race because I don't, for my, for the kind of stories I wrote, it was never relevant really. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just going to give it to the best actor. And Hey, sometimes it was a white woman and sometimes it wasn't, but I, it bothers me, especially when I like do acting work when the ethnicity is, like a requirement when it's not relevant mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. yeah like i i understand the sentiment and i agree that we should be more inclusive but i don't think that's the move like i don't think that just putting one hispanic one asian one black person one pacific islander is gonna make it work if like you, if you ask me no. it makes it worse <laughs> Like, yeah, for sure, because it, it looks tokenized. Like, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. It goes a lot like worse, it. and I felt that way about this film because you have an yep. amazing actress like Zoe Saldana. You have uh, Adrius Alba. You have, um, I forgot the other agent actor, but he's from, like, Harry, Harry um, and Kumar go to White um, Castle. Yeah, he's so good. Um, ah, he's so handsome. I forget yeah, his, his name all the time. <laughs> Just like yeah, his face. Yeah. Um, John Chu. Yeah. John Chu. Uh, you have all these characters in here, but they're not really important. Uh, they're just background. They're just filler. And I feel like... Yeah, and it's weird. It's like they're just Chris Vines, like, background Yeah, dancers. yeah, and I feel like that's not what Star Trek is. Each character on Star Trek, whether you go from Enterprise, Deep Space Nine, uh, Voyager, to even... Uh, the second Enterprise, they all blended with each other. No matter their race, species, or whatever, they all complement each other, and they all cannot exist without the other. And I feel that this movie is just Chris Pine and Spock. That's I it. I don't like it. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't. I don't like when people. When, like, it could have been just Chris. I honestly think that it, if it was openly just Chris Pine and Spock, it would have worked better. Right. But since they were trying to include this random background characters as relevant for like three seconds and then not have them say anything and then come back for a random fight, right. that's like, no. Right. I, I don't, nope. I like movies when there's that have like a really small cast. I do too, but sometimes a big cast can work and it can be amazing. It just it just really depends. No, this is not this this wasn't No, no, it. no, not at all. Hey, Mr. JJ, you failed on this one. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think this is the reason why I stay away from Star Trek movies as a whole. Even the older ones that have the original actors that are are from the TV shows, I just stay away from them because I kind of know they're not good movies and I know they're just for fans and it's just fan service, but I don't know. I just don't okay. want to ruin. 
Yeah. I mean, I agree, but there's something you love. Like, I'm scared about the Adams movie because I loved, I love, I've loved everything the Adams family so far. Well, I love Moon Knight I as a as a Marvel that. character, and I still haven't seen the TV show. Like, I collect this comic books, and it's, it's it, will, it will literally hurt me, like hurt me if I watch it, and I absolutely freaking hate it. Okay. I'm looking Quicksilver and Crystal. Okay, what what show is she on? What actress? No, what yeah, what show is Luna on on Marvel? Luna? No, I was yeah. talking about Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight. I was like, No, Luna? Moon Knight. That he's a, a character. Moon Knight Marvel. I'm looking him up. I never know the names. Oh, okay, I know this one. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. That's valid. Yeah. Um it is Oscar Isaac though, and he does not—he has not disappointed me. I mean, me he doesn't—he doesn't put on bad performances, but it's not—I couldn't care about the acting. He's short. You're joking. So what? He's short. I am again shocked. with this height thing. It doesn't matter if a man I is know, short or not. Like no, 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 but like I am—I am shook. Like he gives me tall man energy. But he it it should it, he shouldn't because he's Hispanic and Hispanic men are not tall. He's he's your size. He's five and a half. Wait, five eight. Wait a, a second. <laughs> five and a half. What? I'm I so really confused. don't understand this whole tall thing with, with with women. It's a thing of like wanting to feel small, and because you're terrified of being fat. That's my conspiracy. You can quote me on it. I'll be, okay, I'll that's a new one. I definitely haven't heard that. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm ready to be canceled for that. But that's my conspiracy. It's like a thing of like wanting to like be small and dangerous. I've heard it's like a thing of like uh, wanting to feel safe and protected. But then at the same time, who is attacking you 24-7? Oh, the patriarchy. But um, no, I just want to feel skinny 24-7. Mm. That's right, right. <laughs> literally it so like timothy chalamet i'm so sorry dude like (laughs) um like you can get me a jet i know that and we are compatible because i did do a birth chart oh don't tell me you believe in that stuff (laughs) i find it so fun i mean it doesn't rule my life but it's very entertaining i get it i get it well starfighters that has been the podcast um thank you to our guest gabby uh yeah uh, amazing and and please tell us about your 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 podcast again and where people can go and see it oh okay so you can listen to boyfriend material on spotify and the apple podcast and we're also on youtube honestly anywhere you get your podcast you can find us uh you should follow us on instagram Mm -hmm. at bf material pod but if you don't want to follow us, then you can follow me. Oh, uh, hey, you plugging in your own shit? <laughs> I'm always plugging in my own shit. Emily doesn't care about clout. And I'm like, Emily, that's a you problem. Emily's my co-host. <laughs> I love her. Um, yeah. Uh, I th- It's, again, we basically pick a boyfriend out of, like, random things. Uh, we're. I'm guessing that when you upload this, we would have just uploaded our episode on Disney Princess. Mm-hmm. And let's just say that shit got heated. And I was not expecting to have so many opinions about Prince Charming since I haven't seen that movie in like nine years. But mm. 
mm-hmm. or like I have mad beef with Prince Eric, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I had to. I'm willing to say all the Disney princes and princesses are complete shit. Um, how dare you speak about Belle that way? But there's um, a good theory that people say the most disgusting people on this earth that you will ever find are spoiled, spoiled people, spoiled rich kids. Uh, I guess. I mean, I've met nice spoiled rich kids. Like genuinely like nice people, spoiler rich mm-hmm. kids, and awful people that like had it rough mm-hmm. growing up. So like I, don't I pre- know. So I'm right there. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've I've met shitty people and great people both. I don't know. Uh, well, I yeah, that's where you can find me, and uh, yeah, that's it. I think. Yeah. I'll- what else can you say? Be, I'll be plugging all your stuff up on, especially okay. on the YouTube side and on my Instagram. Please do. I do love clout. <gasps> Holy shit. Oh my God. SNL just announced that Mouse Teller is hosting. Who's that? Um, Mouse Teller. We oh, just yeah. spoke about how. Oh, that's Teller. boring though. Okay. How could they not get someone oh from that God. from that show? Oh my God. It's Mouse Teller and Kendrick Lamar. I'm not going to be okay. I'm losing my shit. Okay, what? Okay, SNL slapping right now. I know I'm supposed to like wrap your shit up, but like, listen, on October 15th, it's Meg Thee Stallion doing No, go for things. it. See, this is why I kind of, this is another thing why I always stayed away from SNL. The, their performances what? and the people who they have hosting, I never cared for. Never. Oh, I always care. Because it's just, it's so, it's so mainstream. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> the whole point. It's supposed to be mainstream. It's supposed to be something we can all laugh at. Yeah, but 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 why? <laughs> it's NBC. It's not fucking A twenty four. They're like they're not trying to. And then A twenty four too. That's a, another conversation. But no. Nah. Oh my god. Okay, uh, people, you should follow me. Uh, goodbye. Yeah. Thank you for listening, Starfighters, and I will see you on the next one. But until then, victory or death, Starfighters.